This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We talk about farting in front of your significant other, a dad who writes in about his daughter spending a lot of his money, and we got a girl who's got other girls hanging around as her boyfriend. Check it out. Share it with a friend. Train Jared Freed coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side. Stand Up New York Labs are here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it again. I say it every week. Let me say it again. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. Um, it is my personal pleasure to do it, and I really get excited. Whenever someone you know lets me know that they're enjoying it as much as I enjoy putting it out there, so thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, also, that you know the 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 journey of us isn't over, Mister and Mrs. Listener. We got to keep going forward. We got to keep finding new frontiers, finding good guests, finding more listeners, and more. We need to stake our flag in new people, and that. It's up to you, the listener. I can only do so much. I can only, you know, tell so many people in a day before they, the bum on the street says, hey, get, can I have some change now? I, I'll download it. You know, that's, the, that's all I can do. I'm one person. But as a group, we can feather this world's nuts together. So I need you, the listener, to tell one friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa. I don't care who it is. Because what you're going to see today I have a group of emails that really explains the width of this podcast. It, it explains the 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 um, the arm, the wingspan, the Crayola color box of people that we go across. And you're and I see you on Snapchat, J Train Fifty Six on Snapchat. I see you on Instagram, J, Jared Freed on Instagram. Please follow me. And I see you ladies on Instagram. You're looking good. Real good. But I see you guys. And it's all different people with different issues and different and different stories. And we all have this common bond that we just want to fucking relax and have a fun time and laugh at stupid shit. So you know somebody that likes stupid shit. You're a bunch of fucking idiots. Just like me. So feather this podcaster's nuts. Get that long, f- long, furry feather... And just stroke it up and down the seam of my balls. And tell one friend. And you know what? Today is going to be a very special J-Train podcast. With, you know, listen, the scheduling gods create. And then we go forward with the road that they give us. And today is one of those days, a very special J-Train podcast. Our guest today, you know him, you love him, the Oracle himself, Chris <laughs> Flannery, Man Samp. How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm happy to be here. It's good. We're going to do this every now and again, do a, a nice just you and me, turn down the lights. Yeah, it's fun. We had a little impromptu uh, thing, so yeah, yeah, might as well do it together. It's turn great. on the candle. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's light this bad boy. You know, it's good to have you. How you been? I'm doing well. I just uh, wrapped up doing recording my own podcast. So. You got a podcast, and it's called the Mandatory Samson Podcast. And let me tell you, you the listener, and you know I say this with every guest, but especially uh, with our friend Chris Mansamp over here, um, you want to add things to your library that make you know everything. You want a little chocolate, little vanilla, little strawberry, little pecan. You know, you want everything. Right. You want all the flavors. You so you want, you know, Mandatory Samson Podcast especially during these times where 
things are crazy. You want knowledgeable people to listen to. And you, you're pretty, you're well read on this stuff. Yeah, I try. I like, you know, it interests me. So it's not, yeah. it's not to say like, oh, I'm just constantly forcing myself to sit down and read, which sometimes I am. But yeah, you know, it's a, I, I'm interested in politics. I'm interested in news, and yeah, I read about it and we talk about it. Absolutely. And I think the problem right now, and I got into a thing on Facebook of all places, and not a thing, but you know, I just think there's a, you know, there's a lot of emotion pe- out there. And if the, if if the, and everyone's getting screaming and yelling about how they hate this and love this and hate this and love this, why don't we all just be a little bit more meh <laughs> and realize we don't know shit? Make America meh. Again. Make America meh again. That's yeah. I want a T-shirt that says that because we don't know shit. Yeah, I got people on Facebook telling me how I should feel about fucking hearings in Washington when they were cheating off me in government class. <laughs> so right. so how is this possible? All of a sudden they went and studied the Constitution since college. Oh, I was out drinking. Right. And I think they're closer to me than they are to constitutional scholars. Definitely. So what I'm saying is with your podcast, the great thing about it, and I listen, is that it's a level-headed discussion about what's going on. And it's not without – it's – You'll, you don't care about sides. It's not a team thing. No, I mean, uh, you know, I have a tattoo. It's we the people. And it's not, you know, that's not one side. That's all of us together. And, yeah. You know, we, I, I always present the argument of it's more, you know, money and interest and corporate interest versus the will of the people. And that's sort of how I see it as opposed to right versus left. So, so listen, you don't have to agree with someone, but you do have to listen. That's really, you know, your responsibility right. as a citizen. Yes. So you don't have to agree, but, you you know, listening is fine. I said something like... uh the, the Facebook post, and I'll read it here. I tweeted it, too, and it got a lot of response. Uh, before we get into our email, and our first one is about farts, so don't worry, <laughs> listeners. We haven't lost our way here. We're going to get into farts. Don't worry. It's six minutes in. We're going to figure out. We're going to get to these farts later, and I got it's a, we got a great group of emails. But I wrote on Facebook, Monday we were football experts. Yesterday we were education experts. Today, we're Senator Speaking Rules experts. I can't wait to see what we're experts on next week. (laughs) It's very accurate. That's funny. That's not taking a side. No. You can call that whatever you want, but it just so happens that this side, the people that, you know, people then started yelling at me about, well, this person's inexperienced and that person's inexperienced. And I'm like, listen, if someone runs around in the the corner of the room screaming and yelling all day, I'm just going to get used to the yells and stop listening. Absolutely, yeah. So if you scream about everything, and everything is a bad decision, everything's the end of the world, everything is this, I'm going to say, well, that's the crazy person. That's not someone I'm really going to start listening to. I'm going to listen to the person that's like, hey, what's going on? I don't agree with that. But here's where I know my shit. Right. That's who I'm going to, you know, comes to me and says, okay, you got to listen to this. Yeah. Well, you can look, you can certainly make an argument that a lot of the stuff that Trump is putting out and he's putting it out at a pace that I think is scary. Unprecedented. Change is scary in general. You pay attention to it, but I've said it before on my podcast a lot. And I think I've mentioned on this one, I cautioned people even before I became president, do not be hyperbolic about this guy. Yeah. When you see something that is a legitimate thing, talk about it. There's going to be plenty of stuff that he's going to put out that you can be concerned about, but do not be hyperbolic. Like yeah. really stay, you know, stay factual and stay accurate about like, what you're upset about. The people that were like going crazy about the school person, yep. like that's how little I know I'm calling the school person. Betsy so. DeVos. Yeah, whatever it is. I, I don't even care. I, I, I fucking don't give a shit. But what I'll say, they're talking about, what I will say is they were talking about, oh my God, wait till your kids are stupid fucking idiots. We were already stupid fucking idiots. We're not first in science and math. No. No. Not even close. No, I went and looked at a fucking. I. This is how much I, I. This is how much people have annoyed me. I've. I've never looked at a fucking graph since college. <laughs> right. And now I'm looking at fucking graphs. Yeah. Look what you've done to me. <laughs> You're like Facebook. I know Finland is number one. Yeah. Now I'm angry. I know facts, <laughs> and I'm fucking angry about it. So listen. Go check out the Mandatory Samson Podcast. It's right here on Sandyberg Lab, so it's easy to find. If you're on SoundCloud, it's right on my page. I retweet it. Yeah, I appreciate it. On SoundCloud, that, and then it's on iTunes and all that shit. So get involved, at Mansamp on Twitter and Instagram. I'm Jared Freed. Um, I'm going to start to be coming to some places soon. Ooh. June 22nd, Laugh Boston. Uh, that is in the calendar already. June 22nd at Laugh Boston at 10 o'clock. That's fun. That's like a homecoming show. Homecoming. Um, and then I'll also be at Brokerage on Long Island at 8 o'clock on March 29th. March 29th at Brokerage Comedy Club on Long Island. Um, and listen, I'm going to start putting these shows out more and more. If you have friends in the area, uh, or if you're there being like, oh, I listen to this podcast, I'll bring a friend. It's a fun time. 
Oh yeah, I'm sh- of course. All this Guaranteed. shit that you like from yeah, it's gay. I I will tell you, you'll have a fun. Your friends will have fun, and I know it's tough to bring a friend. Yeah, I listen to this dude. He talks about feathering his nuts. Trust me, that's a tough fucking conversation to have. But I'm telling you, uh, we're gonna have fun. I'm also coming to. Uh, let me read off some more. Lancaster, PA, the 24th and 25th of March. Chicopee, Mass, the 10th and 11th. I'm going to be with our boy Aruba Ray, the 4th through the 9th of March. And then that's really all for now. So Aruba, Lancaster, fucking Long Island, Boston, and Chicopee, Mass. So all of those places, come on out. <clears throat> Let's get to the nuts and bolts of this shit. I'm ready. To you ready? Go. Yeah. Farting around a new girl. You can send anything you want to jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. That's jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Also, I love the snaps. I'm happy to you know go back and forth with you. If we're putting all the promo codes in the 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 bio of the episodes, right? Oh, for the um. For like Blue Apron, whoever's sponsoring, we're putting in the the uh, the bio. So yeah, go the look there before asking Papa JT where to find the fucking promo codes. Yeah, and it's JTrain. I mean, it's, it's always be JTrain. JTrain. Yeah, capitals, all caps. What do, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You put it in. Farting around a new girl. When was the first? Do you remember the first time you farted around your wife? <laughs> it's funny. I do. Actually. Oh really? Yeah. yeah, we were. I mean, we've been going out for. I mean. A while, like a yeah, but this of years is you know this is a lot like your first time having sex with your wife. Like mm-hmm. you remember, first kiss, first love, yeah, first fart. We were go. We went out to my uncle's on Long Island for Thanksgiving. <laughs> this we is dr- such a funny thing. That I know because I know the whole story. Yeah. So we went out. Obviously, eat a ton on on Thanksgiving. Yeah, you're farting. Yeah, we know the end of this story. So we're in the car, we're on our way back, we're on yeah. the Long Island Expressway, and I'm like, fuck, man. I, you know, it's like I can nowhere feel to building. go. You're no. trapped. And you've I'm been, like, you've been cornered. Yes. Yeah. So I said to her, I'm like, yeah, I can I, see you in the middle, in the corner of a room with a spotlight on you. <laughs> yeah. Big fart waiting in your ass. Yeah. Yes. I, I see it. So I'm like, man, you know, I say to her, I'm like, I got, I got a fart. I was like, I don't want to, you know, it's going to be terrible. Like, I don't want to fart in front of her. She's like, just fucking fart. Are you kidding me? She's like, open the windows, just fart. And it was a horrific, you know, it was horrific. It was yeah. a Thanksgiving day, but I do. And you know, then I knew it was love. A so. day that will live in infamy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, I mean, it, we all aren't sure of that moment especially right. if you like somebody i just don't like to do it anyway i like you know i'm comfortable around her. we've been going out for a while but it's like you just don't want to do it but once you know once that dam breaks one, once i break the dam yeah we got a full-on river <laughs> yeah okay because i will be farting a plenty i'm a big farter i don't i don't like holding them in i mean anthony devito on a past episode talked about his fart sticks i don't even believe in that i think i think we all fart yeah for sure you know so this guy writes uh, please sing this to SpongeBob SquarePants theme song. Do you know the theme? Can we play it? Yeah, Do we have the SpongeBob. These e- emails are getting intricate. <laughs> yeah, getting they get a lot tech, of instructions. We have to be tech savvy yeah. to get into these emails. I I have a. I mean, there was one time I I farted in front of this girl once. Uh-huh. We were hooking up. She's very. Uh, she's she's great. We had a good time. And I think back on this girl fondly and we are still friendly today. Right. Even though we don't, it's been years, whatever. But one time I was over a place and the next morning we're hanging out and she had this bed frame and the bed frame had like a bar behind bars behind the head. Yeah. Oh, I know where you're going with this. Oh yeah. yeah I've told this story before. <laughs> yeah, it's all right, whatever. Well, yeah. I took my feet. I was just in the bed. We're hanging out. We're talking, laughing, whatever. And then all of a sudden, I didn't lose myself because this is a big move, but all of a sudden I just flip my legs behind my head and hold the bar with my toes. So I am in full, like, ass mode. Right. Like, you can imagine my toes are wrapped around behind my head, are wrapped around this bar, and I let out the biggest fart you've ever heard in your entire <laughs> life. And her face, like, when that, ha- like, couldn't believe it. Shock and awe. Yeah. You know? That's like, what it is. You really, you hit her yeah, with shock Yeah, I hit her with it. At that point, it was all out. And she, at first, was like, what the fuck did you just do? Like, it was offensive. And right. then it turned into a laugh. And then, I don't know. I think it's, I, I think you're damned if you do damned. If you, at that point, she could have been like, get the fuck out. I'm done with you. <laughs> of course. Right. Which is a hilarious story for both of us. Yeah. Like, we both go with a little something in our pocket right. for later right? for the brunch table. Yeah. Or anything, the next boyfriend, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You won't believe what this fucking guy did. What <laughs> happened to him? He, that's the last I saw him. He farted. I told him to get out yeah. or we stay 
we let the cloud of dust settle and we fuck again. Yeah. Well, what, what Guess what happened? we chose. <laughs> Never see each other again. Yeah. No, we fucked. Oh, uh, you did. Yeah, Great. Yeah, yeah. Here, we, so the, we have SpongeBob SquarePants? Yeah, I mean, I didn't. So, all right, let's just, just see. Play. This is like an instrumental of it. Let's he see. He writes, oh. Wait. Play. Are you kidding me? Oh, there we go. Okay. Oh. Oh, who has the best podcast in NYC? J Train, Jared Freed. Who has the best guests that know how to please? J Train, Jared Freed. But please stop bringing Lisa Traeger on. Ah, oh, boo. J Train, Jared Freed. She's a soul sucker and sounds like my mom. J Train, Jared Freed. I love J Train, Jared Freed. J Train, Jared Freed. J Train, Jared Freed. Boom. I don't agree with the words. I love when Lisa comes on. I yeah, think she's too. the best voice any of us can hear. Because you want to hear what... In any argument for dating relationships, you want to hear, okay, what's the complete opposite answer that I, I might not want to hear? <laughs> Absolutely. And she's yeah. going to give it to you, and I, I love Lisa for that. So I, I disagree. She'll be back on the show, yeah. and you should all go check her out in L.A. But yeah, I think for some of the younger listeners, it's, you know... Hearing a strong, independent woman is, is a yeah, which is what you're hearing when she's on for sure. Yeah, I think she's great though. She's hilarious. Great. Okay, so I've been seeing this girl for six weeks, and all is well except I'm not comfortable letting one go in front of her. She stays the night at my place, which often, often, which makes me feel trapped in my own kingdom. What's the point in a relationship that I know it's cool to let loose? What's the point in the relationship that I know it's cool to let loose? I'm tired of holding them in and then rushing to the bathroom to pull my cheeks apart to let them out quietly. <laughs> I do a joke about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know you have probably dealt with this issue. Yes, I have. Uh, what's the move? What do you think? I mean, like I said, I mean, I just told her. I was like, look, I got I really have to fart. Like, how, how, yeah. how's this going to go? And just gauge her, gauge, you know, interest or just let her rip and be like, sorry, I had to. Had to what go. I'll say to this guy is. You gotta wane them on. What I did was you gotta you go one of two ways. It's either you fucking bring the joke and hope it fucking works, like I did with the head feet over the fucking head, <laughs> right? Where, like you know, like uh, you go you go full on cartoon fart, yeah, or you wane them into it, and that's another way to play it because. That's really, you know, like I, I think with this guy's problem going into the bathroom, the problem I have is like Sunday night sleepovers is something that gets on my nerves because Sunday night you're at your apex of the fart ladder. Right. Because the, during the week you stay somewhat healthy. Then you change up the diet Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Pizza, booze, pizza, boo yeah, yeah, yeah. And now Sunday is when you're deflating. Yeah. So these Sunday night sleepovers can suck. And I know where this guy's coming from where you're like, I can't even fucking sleep. Because I got to fucking deflate so much. Yeah. For this guy, if he's in this relationship, he likes the girl. What you do is you do it in public. Okay. Yeah. And you do it around somebody and you try and get away with it. Try. And then at some point she's going to say, what the fuck is that? And you're going to give a me <laughs> type of stare, yeah. you know, like a. You know, putting your toe in the ground like your baby Huey. Oh, yeah, with your hands behind your back. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. A little yeah. come hither stare. Yeah. And she'll be fine with it, but you just say, and then you, after you've done it, man's, well, you just had the first one's the hardest one. Of course. Yeah. That's the only one you got to get over the hump. Got to get over that fart hump. Yeah. So once you get that one out of your system, you're golden. But I'm saying you do it in public so that, that you know, you'll get a few out of your system. So it could be blamed on others. Maybe you get away with a few. Right. And now you get more time. Well, likely you will. Sure. You know, when likely. you're in bed, by the way, you could put, tuck the uh, the blanket like firmly around your body and just let yeah. it go quietly. It's like it'll stay under the blanket. Stay under the blanket. A lot of times. How do you shit in front? Of, do you remember having to shit in front of a girl? Um, Not like with her. But like while she's in the apartment yeah, in or the, whatever. In the vicinity. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind. I mean, I'm more of a I'm a private shitter. though. Like, I, I don't. Oh, I am know. very public. Okay. Yeah, no, no. Public. Um, I what I do when I shit in the company of others, I will shit and then flush as soon as the the log breaks from the butt. 
Right. So I'll flush, and then it just goes straight down the tube and doesn't hit anything. So that takes away the thing that's sitting there smelling. Sure. That makes as sense. As much as possible, yeah. except for the shitty a-hole. But that's my move in that situation. But for this guy, you got to get one out to get the second one out. Once it's out there, you'll see her reaction. There's nothing worse than the person who responds to a fart as if they've never had to do one before. Right. Right. You know, it gets offended. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. Like, I knew my wife wasn't, I mean, she wasn't my wife at the time, but I knew she wasn't going to react. Yeah. You know, it's like, whatever. But you she, need to gauge cool. the first accident so that you can start doing them on purpose. Right. You know, the first one's an accident. The third one is just who you are. <laughs> yeah, you, you put know? on a little show, be like, hey, could you touch my palm for a second? Then you yeah, fart, then you, you fart, know, you pull yeah. my finger. Yeah. I've done that with chicks. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, once you get comfortable, it gets gross. Yeah. But that's really the move. Um, there was one time I was on vacation with my family and we would go, I was probably like 15 years old. We'd go with other families that we were friends with. Yeah. Like my parents' friends. And we were on like a bus going from like, you know, the hotel to the airport all together. Mm-hmm. We're all drunk. Like, I think I was hung over. I was like 15. We were drinking, you know, like drinking on these vacations, or whatever. Yeah. And we're all laying in this thing. We're tired from the vacation. Everyone's sleeping on their, in their chairs. And then I just decided I'm just going to fart. And at 15. Right. And one of the dads got so fucking angry that he was like yelling at the top of his lungs. I've never, la- I like couldn't contain how hard I wanted to laugh. And he was so angered by this fart. I, I I'll never forget people, it. I love when people like earnestly get mad about something that's not that big a deal. Yeah, it's <laughs> so, ridiculous. So gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Chris Flannery at Mansamp on Twitter and Instagram. Mandatory Samson Podcast every Friday here on the Labs Network along with this podcast. Right girl, wrong time? Oh. Okay. Jew nuts, let's get straight to it. I need your advice. A few months ago, I moved to a new city for an internship. Not knowing anyone here, I downloaded Tinder. Was pretty much just messing around there until I met her. She's a 999 total package. Gorgeous, smart, funny, fucking great in bed. We talked every day and hung out all the time, so of course I started to catch the feels. Well, there's one big problem. I'm moving back to my hometown in a few months once my internship is over with a job lined up and I'm at a loss what to do. I like this girl a lot and I want her to be my girlfriend. Soft, I know. No, it's fine. Yeah. But I'm worried the long distance thing won't work since I once I leave town and I don't know if she would actually move cities. What do you think? Should I take a chance and get into this relationship even though we both have to move back or eventually or back eventually or is it possible I just met the girl right girl at the wrong time? How should I keep her in my life when I'm gone or try to move on? Thanks for listening. What do you think? I mean, I think if you're at the point where you're saying this girl's a 999, the sex is great, you, you really like love yeah. everything about it, try it. Give it a Give shot. Give it a shot, man. Yeah. I have a friend that I introduced to his girlfriend who became wife. Okay. When I introduced them, he was moving from New York to San Francisco. And she had a job where her like daytimes were, she had a weird schedule for her job. Okay. Um, but he had this like dead period where he barely had to work. And sh- this is right when I started comedy and she was like on this different schedule. So they did have time this in this weird dead period until he moved. I think it was like two months okay, to like get together and like have and see what it was like together. And they really dove in. Right. Then he moved and they said, let's, you know, I'm having fun. Let's keep it. Let's uh, re up. And they, when they got to that bridge, they crossed it. He moved. She would visit. Then she made the decision she's going to move out there. They went to San Francisco. Then they, you know, then he moves to Boston. She moves with him. Married, engaged, married. J Train speaks at the rehearsal dinner. Great fucking relationship. So great, great I, speech, I, I bet too. Amazing, if I do say so myself. But yeah. what I'm saying is, these guys really are like the the prove it can happen. I'm not yeah. saying it can't happen. And, you know, we want to like we want to look at all the circumstances so much that we don't even want to look at the person across the table. Right. You know, we want to spend so much time being like, what about this? What about this? What about this? What about this? Yeah. What about having to live with this person the rest of your life? Yeah. That's fucking scary, too. Right. Well, and seeing how a person reacts, you know, both of you react in a, a, a more stressful situation or whatever. What if it is actually easier than you thought? Yeah. That's perfect. Then maybe you like her more now. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe the experience together, you're better for it because you've even tried. You made the plans. Right. The mo- I mean, you know, you miss what did Wayne Gretzky say? You miss you miss miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take. No, 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 no. That's I don't think it was. It was you miss 100 percent of the vaginas. You don't show a penis to. That's what it was. That's what it was. (laughs) No, I'm just saying what he, he 
he's so worried about all the the clutter that he doesn't think about. Okay, I got a great girl. Right. This is fun for me. So I think what you do, he's got to dig in now. You're in this spot. You got time. Dig in. Have fun together. Be the best for each other you can be. You're at their incendiarship. She's in it, whatever she's doing. Live in the now. Right. And then when that shit comes, live in the now again. Because then it's, okay, let's try it. And then maybe you're going to say, this fucking sucks. Um, I hate talking on the phone. Um, but if it's someone you like, you don't hate talking on the phone. No. If it's someone you enjoy that much, you don't hate texting them. You'll wait until the next time. You'll make a plan for the next time. So these are all things I, you know, it's, we're all, I always say we're always busy until we're not, until yeah. we don't want to be. Right. And it's the same thing with this shit. Absolutely. It's like, D- decisions kind of get made for you along the way. If you yeah. go, hey, I do want to call her every day. Yeah. Okay, so call her every day. If she's there, then do it. If it's not working out, then it doesn't it, work out. It, it's, it's weird that like when you figure out the right person and for that moment and for when it's good, you're like, oh, there's nothing to think about here. This was easy. Right. It's only easy because it's the right match, not because you did anything special or it was the right time or whatever it is. She's going to understand your issues and you're going to understand hers. The thing when it gets hard is when one of you is like, maybe I'll download Tinder. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, of course. Right. When it That's stops being it a get... good match. Yeah. Yeah. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Here with Chris Flannery at Mansam, Mandatory Samson podcast. Unwanted third wheel. She's just a friend. Oh. Dear Papa Juju. I'm a new listener and I'm already hooked. I heard you on the Butches podcast and had to subscribe to you. Hey, I really appreciate that. And if you're out there uh, listening like one by one, it helps us if you subscribe. Um, and I, you know, if you're already doing it every week, I, you know, why not just subscribe? It'll it pops up in your phone automatically. Yeah, I'm subscribed to like ten podcasts. You know, so yeah, it's nice. Leave a comment, leave a rating. It's like it takes two minutes. It'd be two nice. seconds, free, free of charge. This podcast. Consider your jewels feathered. Sorry if this is long, but please let me know your thoughts. I've been in several relationships and have no problems cause casual dating getting men. Oh, it's from a female listener. Oh. She must be new. Didn't cue us. No. Chiller. I consider myself an 888. Hashtag humblebrag. Me too. You and Manson. <laughs> I say this because I don't need to waste my time with anyone. I've been in a relationship with this guy for several months. He's a 688. Six face, eight body, eight personality. That's a classic girl rating. It's right? a hilarious girl rating. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is very classic. It's also six face. That's hilarious. <laughs> I trust this guy 100% simply because he tells me the truth about things I don't need to know, know about. While I trust him, some things tend to be a bit fishy. Ooh, the plot thickens. Yeah. I'm his first relationship in eight years. During those years, he casually dated and focused on school, building his career. Here's my, here's my problem. My boyfriend has three fe- these female friends that just don't seem to see they're crossing the line, nor does he think they're party, party, they're either party is crossing the line. Quick facts. These girls are virgins. They have never kissed and went to college together. He has gone on a trip with a few girls from college. While in this relationship, none of the uh, girls are pretty, but still. Been caught with his hand on a female friend's leg. Text late night at late at night in my presence. Is moving in with one of the girls in 2017. Sees one of his best girlfriends several times a week. I've approached him about how they obviously don't respect our relationship and how he needs to draw a line, but he insists that they are just friends for six plus years. Is he too immature for a relationship? Is he gay but in denial about it? Is he playing me? Do I break up with him because if he really cared that he'd draw the line for respect for me? draw a line in respect for me or is it too soon to request drawing the line I really do love this guy he has almost no flaws besides these female friends I want to give it a fair shot but I feel like I'm going crazy having to deal with these girls help what do you think uh, I mean, that's an interesting one. I believe that he could, you know, he's been had a relationship with these girls for six and a half years. Like, that's a significant amount of time. Yeah. I, I doubt he's hooking up with all of them. He's mm. probably hooked up with some of them along the way, I would assume. Mm-hmm. The only thing to me out of all of that that's a j- big red flag, it's like, oh, he's moving in with one of them now. Like, to me, that seems a little not like they're in love and like they have a secret relationship, mm. but like that's going to be an impediment to you know, putting mm. up a barrier between him and his friends. If that's something you want to do, you know, there's a lot of this email that makes my, uh, antennas makes my, makes my dick hard. Okay. 
That's what, that's what happens when I smell something fishy. My, I get hard. No, for sure. I I don't. I think she's. Uh, I hate how she writes. He has almost no flaws besides these female friends. His flaw is that he doesn't know fucking how to how to separate his relationships. Right. It's his flaw, not her. Don't, let's not put it on these girls. Oh, <laughs> this right. guy, no, of course. Yeah, right. this guy is the one that's really. The problem. It's not these girls because I have girlfriends that I introduce to girl. I have friends that are girls that I introduce to girls I'm hooking up with, and it's very apparent that they're my friends and that they are not someone that I'm interested in. Yeah. And I also don't introduce girls that I have been hooking up with to a new girl that I might be hooking up with. Right. So I because right, it's obvious. Because yeah. it's obvious. So I don't bring those fucking circles together and. In in one case you would it's, exactly it's obvious. In one case you're looking at, and the girl will be like, yeah, these are friends. And the other case the girl will be like, there's something fucking up here. Yeah. How'd you two meet? Wait, what? You guys met doing what? You know they would have the the the, the relationship wouldn't make sense. My thing for her is it's never too soon to see something weird. You know it's never too yeah. soon to be like, am I? Don't do the. We, I, it's not my place. Your place is when you feel uncomfortable. Yep. So she's looking at this being like, what the fuck is up? He's saying he's obviously not changing his tune. Um, the girls, I don't blame because he has to. It, it's it's two to tango. He's got to be texting them. He's got to be the one putting his arm on their leg for some fucking reason. Right. Well, and they, and they like you're saying, they, the onus isn't on the, the girlfriends to change the relationship because why would they want to? Until yeah. he goes... Well, things have changed because I'm in this relationship now. We have to whatever. Why would they do it? Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. And I don't think it's about breaking up. I think it's about saying, and I don't think, and what the move for her is to go out with him with these girls and befriend these girls. And if they won't become friends with her, there's something up. Totally. If they, that's the only way to know. And that's not their fault because they feel uncomfortable because he's putting them in the position, not them. Right. He's putting them in the position to feel fucking uncomfortable, which is why they're feeling uncomfortable when you want to go out. If he gives you the fucking stiff arm when you're like, well, I'll come too. I'm cool. You know, if he's got a plan with these girls and you're like, hey, I'll, I'll come. I would be so cool that it'd be fucking weird of him to not let you come. Yes, I completely agree. And then when he gets weird, you say, what the fuck is up? Don't get crazy. Don't get like yelly. Just be like, what's up? I, it's weird that you won't let me come with you. To hang with your friends who I want to become my friends. Yeah, which they would be if you guys are going to be in any other relationship. In any other case. Yeah. So that's the play is you be like a fucking, you got a CIA operative this shit. Yeah, you got to become an undercover agent. Just, just want to hang with these girls. Maybe you do become friends with these girls. Yeah. And you, look, here's the thing, right? If you like this guy so much and he likes them, they're friends, you probably have things in common with them. Yes. And, or, and he might not even be cheating. I'm not saying he's cheating, but I am saying he's getting something out of them that a girlfriend would provide if he doesn't want you to be around. Right. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. I love this email. Okay? Yeah, I'm excited. This one's great because it's from a different listener that I'm talking about. Okay. We got to do, we got to make a new music for this type of, type <laughs> of listener. Lazy ass college kid. All right. Dear J Train, big fan of the podcast. I'm proof that your podcast offers something for all ages. Well, maybe not all ages. I need your help with my lazy ass college kid. This is a father uh, of a college kid. That's awesome. Awesome. We need old guy music. Right. Like, like just some fucking creaky like, old like man polka music or something yeah like, yeah bah, bah, something. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> she is in her second semester of her junior year and she is all about the college experience but there is an issue she will not get a job to help out with the cost she expects us to pay for everything we cover the basics tuition books tuition books apartment and food but leave the rest up to her she usually saves up money over the summer but blows through it in just a few months on eating out Clothes and tons of shit that just does she just doesn't need. We have told her over and over to get a part-time job to be able to afford the extras, but she just has excuses and ultimately runs out of money. J Train, we all know the real world sucks, but she's cl- getting closer and closer to it. How can we get her to get out and get that job and carry her weight? Many thanks. 
Wow. It's a great, it's a fair question. I think she should sell weed. No. <laughs> <laughs> Time to get some drugs. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? It's a good question. And I think his dad is fucking doing as much as he can. Yeah. It's very, it's, it's the nice thing. It's the, I, you know, if you can afford it, it's the right thing to do. You're setting her up with the books. You're paying for her apartment. You're giving her the basics that she needs to succeed there. Yeah. And then the extra stuff is on her. She's got to figure out how to balance that for sure. I mean, I, <laughs> this is a tough question for me. I, I, I can't, I listen, I, I was very lucky in the sense that, you know, I didn't have a job in college. So how could I tell someone how, you know, I, I come, I, you know, how could I tell someone what they should do? Right. And I, and this girl, if she listened to this, would be like, fuck you, old man. I don't want to get a job. She would say the same thing to me. Yeah. But the dad, how do we strategize? I would do it. There's two strategies if okay. I was the dad. Because what he's doing, listen, kids have a tough, the toughest thing when you're young is to empathize with your parents. So, you know, and she's looking at her parents being like, you got a fucking nice house and cars. You can fucking throw me a couple hundred. Right. And especially when her friends are probably in exactly the same situation. Yeah, so. totally. And they're thinking, and her, you know, her friend's parents drive a certain car and her dad drives the same car as her friend's parents. So why can't they throw me a hundred bucks a week right. for the for the fucking booze that I'm trying to get? They, what I would say to her, her is you can have two choices. I would give her I would give her two choices. Okay. I would say you can I this is a, this is an outside the box right. theory. Let's hear it. The only way to change something is to feel is is to feel it. Okay? Yeah. So the reason we lose weight isn't cuz someone tells us to it's cuz our pants are tight. You know, the reason you fucking shave is cuz it's itching your face. You know, it's all these things. You don't do things cuz someone tells you, you do it cuz you feel it. Right. And what I would say to him is I would res- reverse the payment structure. You you give her two options of how she wants to get her money. You say it's option A or B. A, I'll keep doing tuition, books, apartment, and food. And you do the fucking cash on hand. Or B, we'll flip it. I'll give you this much a month, and you can split it up however you'd like, and then the rest is up to you. So you can say... I'll pay the, I'll get the bills or you get the bills. Oh, I see what you're saying. Right. So she can see that yeah, she's actually, physically getting like, oh, I owe this amount of money. I can actually yeah. pay these bills. My, I have to go and write these checks. So if he says, here's fucking 20 grand in your, in your bank account, that's That is how much I'm putting in. And if you're out, you're, you fucking do it yourself and you pay these bills and then, you do the rest. You take the rest. And an, then at least she has to fucking see how to budget it. It's an interesting idea, but that's a, it's such a, it's a gamble because if she fucks it up, well, you're like, oh, well, that was 20 grand the down thing the toilet. Is, well, it's not 20 grand down the toilet. It's her own life at that point. Right. Uh, you know, you want to be in college. The thing we do with college, the problem I think with college right now, and I, I had this issue when I was there, is not respecting that it's, a, that it's an investment. Yeah. You know, this is, and when all the, you know, when that thing, you know, the Bernie people, we're saying that college should be paid for, which I know was a minority of the. I don't even think that was like the whole group was saying that. Right. But when they were saying that, that totally disregards that. Maybe you didn't fucking maybe your your penny stock of a person is a failure that disregards that. So for her, it puts the hey, this is an investment. We are. It puts a dollar amount on how much she's investing. Make her pay the bill. Yeah. And then you put in extra. You say, hey, I'm going to put in a little extra to make sure you have some cash on hand, but I'm not giving you another fucking cent. So that's the number. It's in your bank account. We're going to have all the bills forward to you, and we're going to make you write the checks. Right. I, I mean, I hear you. I think that's a nice idea. And also, look, I mean, here's the thing. I commuted to college, so I have like a different experience. Yeah. And I chose to go to a state school instead of another school that would have been, you know, four times as much, whatever. Yeah. So. But there are things you could do on campus. There's different jobs you can get. It's not like you got to work oh, 90 no, that's, hours but, a week. But that's I mean? also the other option. Right. That's the C. That's the C option. Yeah, no, or I get what you're saying. You say to her, or you put a big line in the sand. You say, hey, we're done giving you money. You got to go get a job. If you need money, you go. And you, this dad's got to stop looking at the baby eyes right. and giving up that hundy. Yeah. You know, but I, I do like the idea of like, <clears throat> like it, it would surprise you how few college kids have ever opened a bill. <laughs> right do you know what i mean like it is you know, so it's yeah. like and it's, it, that i tweeted that once and uh, it's i tweeted something like uh <laughs> it was like um 
you know, so many kids are talking, telling me how taxes should be when none of them have opened a bill. Right. And one girl wrote back who is a nice girl. She follows me, you know, whatever. She's like, oh, you don't know me. I write the uh, checks. I go, you can understand that you are the exception to this rule, right. that we have a larger group of people. Like, you know, there's no college class about the 401k, how to pay a bill, when to mail checks, how to, that you have to pay water and electric. Right. It's, you know, an, like, it's annoying to write a rent check every month. It's annoying. It annoys me. But, the, but, but I have to you, do it. But you also feel it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. In college, you're in an unreality reality. Right. So I think what he does is have her fucking... Her do it. Here you go. Here's your twenty grand. You got to, and here are the bills. I'll mail them to you. I'll form you. Right, and be clear about what the expenses are. Here like, are the new you know, rules. But right. you got to make it's a losing weight only when your pants are tight. That's a it's the same type of thing. Yeah, and you know it took. I mean, especially with me, like I, you know, when I got out of college, it, this was a shock to me. It took time to get used to, and there'll be mistakes. And you know, the mistakes are the only way you learn. Right now, she's learning nothing. She's saying. Papa Bear is going to come in with that hundy for my coach bag. Yeah. And that's, you know. Right. And that's the thing, too. Right. He's, it's not even like he's saying he gets that she's going to go out and party a little bit. She's going to eat. She has these different expenses. But it's like buying shit that you really don't need that's not contributing to your actual day-to-day experience. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You got to cut that out. You just have to. And he's paying. Right. Like, <laughs> it's not like he's doing nothing. It's not like he's like, fuck you, kid. I'm going to have my fun in my retirement. Right. He's fucking putting in the 20 grand that college or whatever it costs. Yeah. Or more or, than that. More or less. Whatever. That, I don't know what school. Right. Long game. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Papa JT. Love what you keep uh, doing. Keep it up. Email and occasionally send you a snap all the way from Germany. Oh, thank you. That's where the Harry's blades come from. Oh, yeah. The, the fact maybe he works at the factory in Germany. I'm spreading the word of Papa JT in the Eastern Hemisphere. That's enough. Nut feathering. You told me to send this in the form of Snapchat. I, I did. Uh, I'll be ta- talking and snapping with a girl and trying to make plans. With my schedule being pack, uh, packed, it seems the only way time we can hang out or a date is a week in advance. How do I keep it fun and interesting when there's a week in between hangouts? Mm. Interesting. It's a good question. I'm going to let you lead on that because it's like I haven't been on a date in nine years. So. I, I will say this is, this is the game right now. Yeah. This is the problem with Tinder is because you're sitting there at the buffet and then you fucking get something good. And then uh, you set up a date, and then a day later, you're back at the buffet. Right. And you're setting up another one. Too many options. A lot of options. Never sure which one's the right one. So it's just that what I do is I set up a date. If it's a week out, I always say, hey, let's do drinks next week. They'll say, yup, whatever, whatever, whatever. I say, I say, I ask them, I go, what part of town do you live in? What part of town do you live in? Because I want to do a date near their home court. Take away creepiness. Yeah, you mentioned that a couple episodes ago. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to be downstairs from your apartment. It's like, okay, and the fuck den's upstairs, you know? (laughs) You want to do it on her home turf. So you say, hey, where do you live? And then she'll give you an area. And you'll say, great, I'll research a place. And I'll get back to you at the end of the week with whatever and a time. And we'll we'll confirm later. that You'll say we'll confirm later. It has to be more like a business meeting in that case. Because you do have to say things come up. So when you give that much time, you say to her, hey, listen, you give her a lot of outs is what I'm saying. Because it doesn't, what you do when you say to her, hey, listen, let's do, uh, oh, great, you live in Chelsea. I'll find a place. I'll get back in touch with you that week and we'll figure out a time. That point, those are so many... Uh, and so many, there's so many ways for her to cancel that it shows that you don't need that date that much. Right. Right. It establishes a little bit of power on your end where it's like, listen, uh, next week I'll put it, I'll, I'll figure out the spot I'm planning. Yep. Shows a little bit of a big swing and dick. Absolutely. And then you go and then you send the text out. And then what I do is in the middle of the week, how, uh, how's the week going? Text when you have something to say. Yeah. How's the week going is an open-ended question. She can come back with, oh, I've had this go on, that go on, this go on. And that's a girl who has some personality and someone that wants to talk to you. Right. And now you are talking. Yeah. Would you also, obviously you're going to get back to her to like shore up the plan, but would you go, hey, I found this great restaurant. Looking forward to going there with you. You know, do you like Italian? I, Whatever. Well, then what my confirmation text, this is, so if we're Tuesday, if I'm swiping on a Sunday, which is the name of my new book. <laughs> 
<laughs> swiping on a Sunday with J Train. Yeah, with an apostrophe. Swiping. Swiping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Swiping on a Sunday. Big cartoon of me. Big eyebrows and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm swiping on a Sunday, we make a date. Let's say let's say we make it for the next Tuesday. So not the coming Tuesday, but the Tuesday after. I say to her, hey, let's set it up for the next Tuesday. That sounds great. I'm busy too. Totally get it. So then around Wednesday, I send her, how's the week going? If we're not already in the texting. Yeah. We have our conversation. Cool. Have a fun weekend. I'll see you next Tuesday. Now we get to Sunday. Sunday's the night for confirmations. Yeah. Hey, I got a great spot. Have you ever been to blank at a blank? Uh... Yes, it's awesome. Or no, I've heard about it. Those are the two answers she'll give. Yeah. And then sounds great. Let's do eight o'clock. Does that work? Now out. She has outs left and right. And it will work. Right. But the whole idea of the long play is to show that you really don't care whether this happens or not because you haven't met yet. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. Because what can happen is what happens with any internet dating or any setup or any date that's uh, oh, a couple weeks out you start imagining the perfect date and that you need it because it's already built up and when you really don't need it you were you're where you were on sunday when you were swiping without this person right and you got to be comfortable in those times when you're not talking the possibility of her being like hey do i really want to do that you yeah. have to be comfortable there be cool with that and yeah. you have to be comfortable with the fact that you're gonna get tired of masturbating her to her that whole week from her instagram page right and you're like, fuck, I, maybe I don't want this as much. Yeah, but it does show. A good, I mean, that's the thing. Like with, with these like, you know, these kind of benchmarks like you're setting. Yeah. That shows like, OK, there's a guy that's like down to do this. He's a responsible Interested, guy. But not thirsty. Yeah. Interested, but not. Thirsty. Yeah, that's a big deal. Right. J train podcast at Gmail dot com. J train podcast at Gmail dot com. Hey, I just want to uh, I got the I'm just looking through the mailbox. Testicular cancer survivor shout out. Hey, Papa JT, my fraternity brother, who is also an army firefighter. Whoa. What the fuck? Yeah. What, they just have two awesome jobs, have sex to have a baby? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> army firefighter. It's Trump's America. Oh, my God. That guy's cock must be huge. Yeah. Just lost one of his boys to testicular cancer at age 22, 21. At least one of them's huge. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got that huge ball. Right. Yeah, they don't compensate. Send him shits and tits to help speed up the recovery. His snap is Nick-Grillo, G-R-I-L-L-O. Nick, N-I-C-K-Grillo, G-R-I-L-L-O. Yeah, send him some shit. Oh, that's scary, right? Lost a fucking nut. Good for him, though. I'm glad he's, you Happy know. he's alive. Yeah, me too. Holy shit. Let's do... We could probably do one more, and then we'll do some hypotheticals or whatever. Yeah. Um, ooh, I like this one. Fantasizing of some strange. Uh-huh, all right. And it's from a lady. I'm going to hit it. Oh, shit. <laughs> Fantasizing of some strange. You you actually got more comfortable in your chair. I know, I did. For this. Get yeah. out your half chubs, boys. <laughs> we got a lady writing in. J Train, sending unlimited feathers below your belt. Uh, last week, a girl emailed you and said when she's in a relationship, the thought of being with another guy makes her sick and pretty much asks you what you mean when you say you want to fuck other girls but don't want, don't want in a relationship since you enjoy your partner's company more. My question is the opposite of hers because I find myself often thinking of other dudes when I masturbate. And it's usually guy friends, past hookups, or even celebs. Should I be concerned? In your answer to her email, you said it's a passing thought. Is masturbating to another dude considered a passing thought? My relationship with my boyfriend is great, and I couldn't imagine it being with anyone else. Uh, what do you think? <sighs> the only one, honestly, like as being a newly married man, the, yeah. uh, you know, masturbating to like past boyfriends. Like if I knew my wife was doing that, I'd be, that's uncomfortable or like yeah. people that you know. But I mean, celebrities or whatever. It's like, I mean, I look at porn. It's not like I'm not, you know, looking mm. at other people. This is tough to me because it's a, like, you know, this is like, I don't think it's an issue. I, I, I think you can be happy in your relationship and think of other people when you're fucking masturbating. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd be hypocritical if I said that I didn't do that. Well, I'd say I masturbate more about other girls than a girl that I'm with. Definitely. But for me, it's not people I personally know. This is the thing. I think it goes back to the Instagram rules that I've decided on this podcast previously. 
I think if the person has over a thousand followers, it's okay to masturbate. To them. Yeah. I think in a relationship, we all have to be okay with that. If they are unattainable to your partner, except in their, the, in the doldrums of their imagination. Right. Then fucking spin away down there. Yeah. We actually, lady. we actually had this conversation recently. Uh, and she was like, a list celebrities fucking, you could fuck them even just go, go for it. But you know, is your, is your wife? Yeah. Really? Yeah. A-lister. Yeah, she's like, if you have the chance to like... Not a lot. She doesn't have a lot of confidence in you. <laughs> <laughs> no, she probably has too much because it's like, you know, low-level celebrities. I might meet them. Yeah. I might have a chance. She's like, Kim Kardashian wants to sleep with you? She's like, you should sleep with Kim Kardashian. Go for it. You th- consider Kim Kardashian a low-level celebrity? No, no, no. I'm saying... Oh. No, no, no. You're, you're hearing it wrong. A-list, I should sleep with them. B-list, C-list, don't. Oh, okay. Because yeah, yeah, they yeah, are yeah. attainable. Yeah. Interesting. Right. Yeah, I, I, I gotta say, I, I don't think it's. I would expect any girl to be. I, I guess I wouldn't expect isn't the right word, but I would, I, I wouldn't be like shocked if a girl I was with was like, yeah, when I get off, I get off to fucking porn. Yeah, you know, I watch some dude with a better body than you. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Of like, course, yeah. you know, I don't know. I, I think the, the, the slippery slope is when you're doing it to people you know or past hookups, and then you're kind of pitying the person you're with sexually. So I think that's, like, the real issue here is when you're like, yeah, I fucking masturbated to John today, and I got to fucking fuck Rick later. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you yes. don't want to get in the business of comparing. Right. Um, but you also, I think what you need to do is take the things you liked about these guys and try and work them into your this new, this other relationship you're in. Sure. And I, I don't think it's ruined, but I think it's it's worth saying. Like, I think with any thing that makes us feel weird, and this is making her feel weird because she's bringing it up. Definitely. I'm not saying she's wrong, but she's feeling awkward about it. Yeah, she's thinking, huh, should I be doing this? Right. <clears throat> you say, okay, here's the issue. How can I make it better? And I think in this situation, it's going to your significant other and just being like, hey, uh, why don't we just fucking, why don't you take my fucking rabbit and start using it on my my uh my ding dong <laughs> that's exactly what you should say right yeah ding dong's a dick yeah. right <laughs> yeah i think it is or clit i just felt weird saying clit it's okay no but i know what you mean right it's like bring something to the bedroom with him yeah change it i up. think i think change it up and i think also more communication with your significant other and also knowing it's okay to masturbate to someone that's not your girlfriend or boyfriend yeah I, but but to your point, though, if it's making you uncomfortable, really evaluate your own motives and be honest with yourself. If you're doing it because you are not satisfied by your current boyfriend or you kind of are longing for something different, you got to be honest with yourself. But if it really is just a passing, yeah, I'm jerking off. Okay. This, you is, know. A, this is what gets me there. Yeah. And maybe, you know, with that jerk off rotation, you know, I'm, I'm sifting through names. I'm going, you know, the girlfriend's in there, the boyfriend's in there. You know, you, you put people in, you know, you get fucking, you know, the past hookup. You know, I think it's one thing to, like, you know, go through the catalog of the chicks or dudes or whatever you're into. And it's another thing to be like, well, I just got to go to Old Faithful for my whack. Right. <laughs> you, know, right. You, know, you don't want one of these to become your cash cow. Right. You're pining for that yeah, one yeah. special one. Yeah. That's, the, that's the fear is that one of them is, becomes... Uh, goes from uh, you know, the dream to how do I make this a reality? That that's a that's the you know because I, you know if you're if you're doing that with someone you know, then there is the thought of like maybe I need to make this happen. To yeah, get this out of my system. And you and might that, be able and, to. Right. And then and then it becomes a problem. Yeah. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. This was fun. Absolutely. Uh, Chris, thank you for coming on. Thanks, man. At Mansamp on Twitter and Instagram. Mandatory Samson Podcast every Friday here on the Stand of New York Labs Network. Let's just go right into news and shit. We had a news item, right? Yeah, we do. We got, uh, this is from, let me see, I'm going to find his Twitter name. The Fremming, at The Fremming on Twitter. <laughs> Frem, he, Frem Dog. <laughs> uh, he sent us an article, it's on The Guardian, about this new app called Hater, which is similar, Hater, which is similar to Tinder. But instead of putting things that you like and your interests to try to match up with people that you you know, have, have positive things in common with you create a profile based on shit you hate. And then that kind of matches. you. I think this is the best idea ever, ever, ever. What's it called? Hater. Hater. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. I I've said this once. If a girl was like, I like something, I can get over it. 
<laughs> but if I say, fuck, I hate that dude. Like, if I, 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 I tried this on stage once. I was just like, I, I, when I was early 20s, I just wanted a hot girl. When I was like in mid 20s, I wanted like a girl I could go out with. Now, 31, I just want to hate the same things as this chick. I just <laughs> right. want to fucking look across at someone's face and be like, look at that fucking asshole face. Yeah. And I think and I think you connect more with the things you hate than the things you like. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely, yeah. So, like, you know, if I if I was like, I hate that dude's face, and I was with a girl, and she was like, why? Everyone on Earth is God's creature. I'd be like, what the fuck am I doing with this? <laughs> yeah. There is something wrong here. Right. But if I looked at, if if my girlfriend was like, Man, I really love Real Housewives of Orange County. I would be at first. I'd be like, "Well, I don't fucking like that show. I've watched it before." And then I'd be like, "Yeah, I get, let me check it out. I'll right. figure it out." We'll if watch I it like on the that, couch you know, together, you know yeah. I, I could get. I could be like, "Oh, okay," but that doesn't like x me away. Right. Do you know what I mean? If I was like, "Oh, I fucking hate anyone who walks their dog," and the fucking leash goes out across the sidewalk and then the girl was like but i love dogs i'd be like whoa whoa, whoa. don't you hate this person with me yeah that's not what we're talking about right. that's like 90 percent of a relationship is hating the same shit we were at fairway the other day you know it's crowded on like a sunday night fairway's or a market here in the city for those of you oh yeah just a supermarket yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so we're waiting to get on there's an elevator you gotta go downstairs and we we're standing like appropriately to the side of the elevator waiting for the doors to open and this woman with her cart just like squeezes past us. Yeah. So like, I'm the first one that's going to get on the elevator. And we didn't even, have, we just looked at each other mm. and gave that look of like, look at this fucking That's true dumb love. Dumb. Yeah. Look at this fucking pig. Yeah. And then once and you then get off the elevator, like, can you, you believe like, this shit? Yeah. Yeah. And that's all you have to talk about the rest of the day. Yeah. That's the thing about relationships. 90% of it is fucking boring. Yeah, sure. Can yeah. you spend time with this person? And what do is the most fun thing to do with someone? Hate shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> Definitely, yeah. Uh, let's do one hypothetical, then we'll be out of here. Yeah, I'd love to. Dear Papa JT, would you rather have your significant other be 20% taller than you or 20% heavier than you? For the ladies, would you rather have them be 20% shorter than you or lighter than you? Oh, this is a great one. It is. I mean, heavier, definitely. I don't want, I, I don't like taller. No, this is like no. a, this is a save by the bell conundrum. Yeah. Remember the, uh, Jesse Spano got set up for the dance with a short guy, and then they danced together. Yes, and he danced on the step. That's right. I do right? remember that. You remember yeah. this episode? So it's so it's crazy that you brought up Save the Bell because I brought it up on my podcast today too. Really? What yeah. episode? One fourteen. MSP one fourteen. Oh, what episode of uh, <laughs> yeah. Save by the Bell? Well, it's MSP one fourteen. What What were we talking about? What did I? I don't even remember. Matt's here, but. I don't know. Well, I brought. Oh, I brought up. I was talking about Leah Remini in Scientology, and I mentioned uh, the Malibu Sands Beach Malibu, Club and yeah. Stacy Carosi and all that stuff. Stacy yeah. Carosi, she was hot. Never gets the credit. Kelly gets all the credit. Yeah. What do you rank? And then there was also the nerd that Tori Spelling played. Yes, who was into Screech. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Kelly. And you knew she was fucking hot. Yeah. Yeah. Such bullshit. Kelly's number one. I mean, Kelly's number one for what sure. What was but. Screech thinking? At a certain point, he's got to be like, fucking give up and go with the nerd. Get your dick sucked. Like get away from Lisa, you're saying. Yeah, like yeah. you're gonna go uh, you're gonna go all of high school fucking full of cum, or are you gonna have this fucking <laughs> nerd chick take off the glasses, she's hot. Right. Yeah, they hooked up, I think, eventually. You're right. I mean, eventually yeah. came to his senses. But it's but, crazy. Yeah. I, it's just doesn't not believable enough for me. What percentage of the listeners have no idea really what's saved by the A lot of Googling just happened. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A lot of Googling. Uh, not even the college years. They don't even no. know. But I will say, my significant other, would I rather be... T- I want to bring this back for a lady. Because um, I would like to hear what they'd have to say. I'm sure they would say... I don't know. I don't know. Uh, women, write in. 20% shorter or 20% lighter. I would go... Hmm. If she was 20% hot, taller than me, then she's going to be heavier than me. Maybe. Yeah, but that's not what they mean. I, I know. Yeah. So right, it's either a bean pole or a curvaceous woman. Ooh. I'm going 20% heavier. Yeah. I would take it. Yeah, of course. Listen, it's all about how it's divided. Definitely. You know, the 20% ever I'm, I'm thinking, straight to the tits and ass. <laughs> of course. Well, yeah, of course. A little on the forehead. Right. The forehead. <laughs> She's very calfy. Yeah. A lot of calves yeah. on this girl. 
So I, I think I would go with that. But I, I mean, I've been known to get with some bigger girls. So whatever. Well, that's it. All right. Chris, thank you for coming on. Thanks, man. This was fun. Such a pleasure. Um, guys, girls, keep sending those emails. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. We're here every Tuesday and Friday for you, the listener, for free. So the way you help us out is by telling a friend or a coworker or whatever you can. Even if you just wrote it on a bathroom wall. That's really what it is. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we'll be back next episode. Boom. This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom. Boom.